You ready? I'm ready. You ready? This is Wade. This is Brandon. And welcome to From, From the, the Floor. Floor. First take, not bad. Yeah, not bad I think at we're all. good. Let's take that. Yeah. <laughs> Going to Hollywood. Dispatch from Tank 63. From Tank 63, dispatch. On location, we have a two-story residential structure surrounded by very deep water. We have smoke coming from the second story. Flames visible from side two. Please put in a working fire. From Tank 63 will be Bayview Command. Dispatch copies two-story residential structures surrounded by deep water, smoke and flames showing, working fire. Welcome to episode one. This is From the Floor, a podcast all about volunteer firefighters in the rural districts. In this episode, we talk about the show, what our goal is, and most importantly, you, the volunteer firefighter. We call this podcast From the Floor because that is the heart of everything fire. If you want to know the quality of a station, its equipment and training, what the leadership is like, and who is respected or not, ask the floor. So we take your opinions, your topics and concerns and give it a forum. Nothing's off limits, but there is one rule. Be yourself and respect each other at all times. Let's do it. Okay, well, here we are from the floor podcast. What are we about, Wade? Are we nuts? Are we crazy? (laughs) I think we're nuts. I think we're crazy to a certain degree. Yeah, Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Well, Why does my my mic sound so weird compared to yours? Well, it's, it kind of sounds like it's a personal problem. Okay, here we go. Well, the first thing that we, you and I talked about was celebrating firefighting. Yes. That's what we're doing here. This yeah. isn't one of those shows where you bitch and complain about everything. Yeah. Yeah. No. No time for that. No. No. no do we, I really want to celebrate sort of, you know, what the idea behind giving your time and your life and your energy and everything about who you are to this cause. Uh, yeah, no, you know, everybody that joins this service comes from a, a different path in life and with different goals, aspirations, what they think is, pro, uh, you know, important, what they think is not important, you know, for our show, basically our, our, our message, at least from me would be, you know, we're, we're not here to, again, like I always say, we're not here to muzzle people. We're not here to, to work off of some sort of a, an agenda or a script. We're not about that. What we are about is talking about things that firefighters want to talk about and presenting people a forum to discuss these things openly, honestly, you know, no judgment, allow an actual dialogue, a discussion, throw in some, uh, you know, funny stories and along the way. So I think uh, in order for that to happen, you have to keep in mind that that respect level has to be there because you can't have that freedom of expression unless you understand you may not agree with the person, but you must respect their point of view and where they're coming from. For our listeners, obviously we're not on video yet right now, but I do have a sign in our studio here. Podcast rules. Number one, this is your safe space. That's actually, uh, you know, probably one of the, the, that's why I put that number one because that at the very minimum, you know, I want people to feel safe here. And what I mean by that is, I want people to feel like they can just openly express themselves again, as long as they follow rule number two, which is be respectful, right? You know, you have opinions that I may or may not agree with, just like I have opinions that you definitely probably don't agree with. Definitely or maybe, not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's okay. And the whole point of this is to just talk about that. Like, why? why? Like, I'm literally just curious, like I know you are too, is just like, why, why, if that's the way you feel, or if you have a certain idea or an opinion that you want to express, I just want to know why. Why? And how, how is that going to contribute to uh, the betterment of all firefighters and first responders in general? Which is one of the main reasons why we're doing this. Exactly. It's to, well, like we said in the title, you know, it's unscripted. Right. Yeah. So whatever you want to say, whenever you want to say it, we can say it here. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
Rule yeah. number three. Rule number three. Be yourself. Be yourself. You know how hard that is to do that? Because right now, I'm judging everything I'm saying. <laughs> right? Cause, really? Well, yeah, to a degree, because you think about it. Anything you say eventually is going to get out there. That's true. Right? And someone's going to hear it, and they may not agree with you. Now, I'm okay with people not agreeing with me. Yeah. But, I mean, don't we subconsciously, to a certain degree, work really hard to present you know, uh, a, a complete image of ourselves, right? You know, the people, yeah. you know, our peers and our jobs and everything else. So, I think that's why I love what you said with room number one is this yeah. is your safe space, exactly. <laughs> it's safe here, but you know, who knows what it's gonna be like out there, exactly. So, we still yeah. have to be respectful to one another, but like I said, you know, I think the reason I did this show with you is to say, yeah, what are all the things that nobody really talks about? There's yeah. just so oh, many yeah. things, there's so many. And it's like, why? Why don't we talk about them? Why? why what? What's? what's well, people are about? afraid. That's the whole point of a safe space is yeah. so that people are afraid. Now, this is not one of those. It's a safe space. <laughs> yeah, everybody hold hands. If you're full of crap, kumbaya. We'll talk about that too. Yeah, like oh, it's, yeah. you're not off the hook because of it. Yep, it's safe, but we're still going to talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. No, I agree for sure, for sure. Which actually leads into the next uh, rule. Rule number four: yeah. Speak your mind. Speak your mind. Do not be afraid. If there's something burning up top, yeah, up top in your head, that's like, oh God, I just wish I could just ask this. Then ask it. Why not? You know, why, why, why do the other? You know, I got a I question. Yeah, do it. Go Where'd ahead. you get that voice? Where'd I get that voice? <laughs> you can blame God for that one, uh, or Allah, or whatever the hell you believe in. I don't care. I love everybody. You know. <laughs> Where did I get that voice? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too much, you know, Sesame Street and meth, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God, that's, thank you for, it's a safe space. Yeah, I can, yeah. I can just go yeah. ahead. <laughs> I can politely to go tell you to go fuck yourself, eh? It's okay. It's and okay. I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> All right, so who's our first guest? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's next? Oh, <clears throat> yeah, actually, okay, so be yourself. Yeah, four. yeah did we say four already? Okay, so number four. <laughs> Speak your mind. Speak yeah. your mind. Yeah, well, I think I and established why that, that. But why is it important, though, on a podcast? Oh, man, that's, how is it not important? Like, I mean, that's that's kind of the whole foundation, one of the, the pillars, I suppose, of what our podcast is about is to to you know it's like a, a freedom of speech yeah where we stand on freedom of speech that's our next kind of block of information that i have on my ipad here i want people to be real i want our guests to be real i want us to be real and yeah i just i, I want to know what's what's in the deep dark corners of people's none lives. of this fluff crap right yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly because we hear that all the time that's everybody that's easy to just give vanilla a very dry, boring dialogue. You know, I've heard lots of other podcasts that's just, you know, blah, 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 blah. And that's fine. That works for some people. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. that's not really what I was kind of hoping for for this podcast. What are you and hoping I, for? I'm hoping for you know, what we're trying to do is just an honest, open forum, you know, like a blank slate for people to just start drawing whatever the hell they want to draw. There's a lot ask. of things, right, yeah. in the volunteer so fire service because you're dealing with, I mean, eventually we'll talk to urban people and full-time yeah. people, oh, right? Oh, for sure. But the idea of being on the volunteer side, there's just so many similar things I think that every service has. Yeah. Okay, I can't speak for other countries yet, but we're certainly going to have them on eventually. Oh, for sure, yeah. And uh, we'll have people who have served in other ones. Like There are some in our station that have served with other fire services around the world. And yeah. I would love to know how they run their service, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, what issues they have. And yeah. are they similar? Yeah. Because if they are, 
I want to talk about them. Exactly. And I bet you, you know, dollars to donuts that there's probably a lot of similarities for sure. That you oh, know, yeah. someone in Portugal or, you know, Russia or Peru will have the same issues that we have here in Ottawa. In some parts of the world, like I know for for example, in Germany, um, whenever like there's, you know, you got your highway and it's like rush hour traffic and there's a traffic jam, their laws tell them that they're supposed to leave the, the middle lane open for emergency response vehicles. And when I was right. in, uh, on my honeymoon with my wife uh, a couple of years ago, I, I saw it. I legitimately saw it like because I saw this like thing on Instagram and I was like, oh, OK, is that really real? Do they actually do that? And sure enough, we went there for a honeymoon and then we ended up in a traffic jam on the highway. And yeah, these people started slowly right in the that. middle, right in the middle. And there's a lane and nobody caused a fuss. Nobody threw their hands in the air. Everybody just did it. Yeah. I was like, wow, that is that is really interesting. Did I ever tell you I got the finger once driving the driving the fire truck? Really? Yeah. We're going up this really slow hill, and oh, <laughs> we're going to turn left. You think we live in, like, Florida or something like that? Right. Like I, that, that <laughs> down there, I could expect that. But up here? My yeah, God. I get people like, oh, do I have to stop for you? Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. That so, could be another topic we talk yeah, about. Yeah, responses you get when you're actually Moment. driving. Well, it's interesting. We get up to the top of this hill, and we're going to turn left, and you start pulling out because you don't, you know, there's a, there's your eye lead is, is pretty good and yeah. you can see there's no one coming. Then somebody pulls out of a driveway and turns real quick. Cause they know you're, you're going to drive slow for a bit, obviously yeah. to catch speed, but they want to get ahead of you. Right. And you know, being a, a, a good driver, every DZ good driver is going to slam those brakes on. Right. Cause yeah. you're not going to hit anybody. Right. And of course this person just gives the finger as they fly by and you're like, Oh, come on. <laughs> and but, the worst, you know, the, the funniest thing is that, you know, we always say, Oh, well it could be your house. Well, on our, on the rural side, it could be your damn house that you're flipping off your finger to the truck. Like, oh, okay. And so uh-huh. even even if somebody goes Jim by Jay. us and gives us the finger, we'd yeah. still go put the house out. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Despite all that. Yeah. So no matter what kind of customer we have, <laughs> yeah, we're still going to do our job. Yep. Yep. Oh, there's lots to talk about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure oh, there's yeah. plenty to talk about. Okay, yeah. next rule. Last next rule. rule. Yeah, last rule. Speak the truth. Mm. Speak what do you mean by truth. speak the truth? I mean, I know we can't lie, but what do you mean? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I mean, I don't want to be like, uh, speak your truth, Wade, you know, all this like kumbaya nonsense. How do you say it like that anyway? Who are, you try- who are you trying to mimic? Uh, well, actually, I listened to a podcast <laughs> with Demi Lovato on Joe Rogan. I'm a huge Joe Rogan fan. Yeah. You know, Joe Rogan experience. Are you a Demi Lovato fan too? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, But I remember there was one point where she starts saying this, you know, speak your truth stuff. Right. And then Joe Rogan just like starts laughing. He's like, I don't know why the hell people say it like that. Like, what is that supposed oh, to mean? Oh, he did it. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's like, I don't know what the hell that's supposed to I mean. Didn't see but, that. I mean, no. uh, if it makes sense to you, then great. Yeah. But at least speak the truth, whatever truth that is to, to the individual, I guess. Uh, I guess it's a, it's a, it's a call to like an accountability on yourself. Yeah. Um, to not be afraid to ask those questions, you know, like, and, when we get into a dialogue and a discussion, like just like don't hold back, I guess. In a sense, like I mean, obviously we're gonna obviously be respectful, and there's certain things that we just can't say in terms of like confidentiality and whatever, all that stuff. But um, you know, when we get on a topic that's uh, you know either controversial or very opinionated, I don't want people to bounce around the bush, remain at the status quo. It's like I I, I want to know whatever argument you're making whatever the discussion is, I want people to be truthful. I want to know why, you know, why they feel that way. And, uh, so you can have an opinion. You gotta yeah, be, you gotta exactly. be able to talk about it though. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And if you have an opinion, back it up, I guess. 
Yeah, pretty much. We can agree to disagree for sure. Absolutely. But I'd love to hear your side. Yeah. If you're just going to say it to say it, then what's the point of saying? So then is that truthful or is is that just. You got to. You you should have thought about it. Exactly. I think that's that's the end rule. And and, and above all, have. Have fun. There you go. Where else? What the hell are we doing here? Yeah, so this is an introductory show. We we should Got put it. that at the beginning, eh? Yeah. By the way, everybody, this is an introductory show <laughs> to uh, to the show from yeah. the floor, unscripted, yeah. Yeah. and it's all about volunteer firefighters and the lives we lead. So you know, in the station, at home, in our jobs, with our families, and everything else, and nothing's off limits. Uh, we're gonna have a ton of guests on. Oh man! Right? So excited. People from well, our first episode are are is gonna drop. Yep. Like within twenty four hours from now. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Um, that'll be the chief. Of yep. District Six, <clears throat> Sector Chief. Spoiler Bilbo. alert! Yeah, spoiler <laughs> alert! And uh, that went on for about an hour forty five minutes. Oh, so great! We had we had two calls in between that, so you'll see that yeah. in the edit. But yeah. that was pretty fun. Um, yeah. We also have who else do we have? Oh man! Uh, well, we have Captain Fred Carmasino from our sister station. A lot of editing went into 66. that. <laughs> <laughs> Did he actually get back to you? No, not yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I, I'm sure a lot of editing is going to go into. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Awesome. I hope he doesn't edit too much because, like, man, some of that, some of the oh, crap gold. that came out of his oh, mouth were just, just great. Yeah. Oh, and, and that's then, that's uh, what I loved about that interview, though. Yeah, I love the idea that you could look right over and and say, "Hey, I think this." Really? You're full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Here's why I disagree. Or, yeah, you're right. Or here's why I agree. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And at yeah. the end, like, oh, I, I mean, I don't want to give away too much, but like, oh, man, like, at the end, I forget what we were talking about. And he's like, no, no, let's not go into it. And he's like, actually, no, screw that. Let's go. We're going into this right now. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, I love the characters. Yeah. Man. And you can't see, you can't see, um, it's funny because you can't see the audience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you feel like we're just in our heads right now talking yeah. and, and I think people really really tend to open up. Like we have um, my other guest, uh, Adam O'Rourke, yeah, yeah. from oh, sixty two, talking about story, yeah. And that was the longest one we've had so far. Yeah, that's oh, like five hours, or something. like five hours. Yeah, oh. I mean, hopefully, Edling finishes it probably about four and a half, maybe. Yeah. But there's just so much good stuff in there. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. How it's do like, you how do you go from a concussion injury to the face? Yeah. With eight teeth missing to nine months later, he looks better than he, he's ever had, you know, yeah. and, and the guy is so fit and so knowledgeable and he just threw himself into his, his uh, process. Yeah. Wow. You're going to like that show. Oh, that's a good show. Oh yeah. Oh, and it, it's, it's so crazy because it's just the beginning. Like we're just barely scratching the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Right and other topics. Like other other yep. guests, who do we want oh, yeah. to have? put something in the comments if you want. Yeah. Anyone uh, anyone who knows us from District Six will want to have a guest. But if there's anybody yep. listening that wants to know, um, you know, hey, can we interview so and so? We'll make it. We'll make the effort to get out there and, and yep. ask that person either through Zoom or something else, even through the phone. Yep. And uh, yeah, we'll invite them on the podcast too. Yeah. And and give us the questions too, because we don't know everything. Like yep. if you guys want to, you know, ask a question, ask something that's really burning for you, let us know. We'll ask them. Absolutely. We'll ask them all. Yeah. Oh, man. And I know, like, down the road, we're going to be branching out. Like, uh, you know, we're still going to establish what the format is, but I know we're going to have a series with, like, police. We're going to have a series with EMS. We're going to have a series with healthcare workers. Yeah. We already have some people almost lined up for that, eh? Oh, yeah. I got like tactical EMS. Yeah. You're talking about? I got one one guy. He's a TAC medic. I got another guy that's an ACP medic, uh, advanced care provider. Yeah. And also, I have a, a former d- detective with OPS, with uh, PD. Sorry. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Oh man. And and they're all they're all down, man. It's it's gonna be great. I'm so excited to have them here. Yeah, and if they're comfortable coming in, obviously with their COVID screening procedures and all that stuff, we're trying to you know follow the rules. Yeah. Just like everybody else. 
Um, oh yeah, when you come in here, you got to sign a sheet, take a yep. temperature. Yes, you're two meters yep. apart, yep. and we have enough cords here to separate everybody. Yeah, and sooner or later, I'll stop hitting my mic. But yeah, so we'll <laughs> everybody's clean and and tidied up here, so we'll yeah. we'll be good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, following the rules to make sure everybody's safe um, for sure. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, so excited. I just, I can't wait. One of the things we have to remember yes. is that. Because we're doing a podcast, again, we can't really see what you guys you know want unless you comment stuff. So make sure you comment lots on what we're doing. Yeah. Good, bad, right, wrong, indifferent. And on that topic, in our first inaugural, I love this place, by the way. <laughs> I love this podcast, little pod you got yeah. going here. Yeah. So for the story, so you guys don't know, uh, when Brandon and I got together to do this, Brandon got super excited and built mm-hmm. like an entire room in his basement for podcasting. And here we are doing it. So yeah. you are going to hear the water. Um, pump go on <laughs> the well pump you know click on yeah and actually you'll hear the near view <laughs> with bill bell that was just so classic uh you can hear the uh furnace turn on and off yeah. the dog walk the around dog, upstairs. The dog the wife. so if you don't like yeah. it hey sorry man yeah. still a family environment i suppose yeah whether you like it or not <laughs> so we are we are really grassroots yeah. here that's what but wade is an about. awesome magician you you're a fucking wizard man with all the technologically like yeah. your editing and everything man you do such a great job yeah. well i'm gonna pass it People off to don't you because even. i just okay it's getting hard <laughs> Well, no, one of the things I want to do with the show, though, yeah. is to make sure that we have this beginning, middle, and end where, yeah. you know, we're going to tell all our guests uh, moving forward, because we, we've learned some things now in, in doing the show. It's like, look, when we hit record and we start, if I don't have to edit anything, I don't want to edit anything. Yeah. So you look at the guests and you go, listen, when we hit, you know, live here, you're going to say what you're going to say, and you're responsible for all of it. Yep. Because if Absolutely. I have to go back and cut, I will, you know, if I have to. I mean, again, we're going to make sure the confidentiality is, is yes. respected. Absolutely. Uh, there's just certain things you can't share. Uh, we'll abide by those rules all the time. But again, if you say something and it gets out there, that's on you. That's not on us. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And they're going to sign documentation for that. And, uh, and you know what? That goes both ways, too, for us, too. You know, if we say something that somebody else disagrees with and they message us, that's no problem. We just want to know why. And if we do actually, you know, screw up or something, hey, we'll retract it. We'll, we'll be accountable. Yeah, for sure. No problem with that. Yeah. 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 And, and this show's got to be something you really enjoy. So you got to yeah. tell us what you want. Absolutely. Right? So we'll figure it out. Yeah. So we're also going to get some urban people in. We're yeah, going to get. For uh, sure experiences from uh all facets really of humanity oh right? yeah oh Men, i can't wait women gay yeah. straight lgbtq yeah you know everybody get people who've been on the service for a long time or retiring yeah. or have retired i mean we'll get the whole spectrum so that everybody can sort of see what you're in for really exactly. like uh surge for example Surge right. has been off for a while now but i yeah. can't wait to have him on the show if he says yes Oh yeah, on the show talk about his stories. You guys are in for a treat because we were doing cover offs at of the stations, and and Serge would talk about his stories. Do you ever you ever get? I've something? heard a few of his stories because oh, he's ex airborne too. Oh my god! Oh man, like yeah, hard, 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 hard man, but yeah. an awesome guy. I mean, by the sound, I never really yeah. I know who he is, and I think he knows who I am. But yeah. it's kind of weird, like you know so much about someone, but you never actually really you feel met like them. you know them, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, we were at seventy one doing cover off, and Ryan yeah. and I are sitting out there talking to him and. And he was talking about, you know, chasing uh, him and his buddies, chasing tanks with each other. Yeah. You know, throwing like Molotov cocktails in each tank. <laughs> it's a, it was a game they were playing, right? Yeah, oh sure my God. That was insane. But uh, no, super yeah. cool guy. Super great guy. This guy, I remember one time he went to pull the door open and it was, you know how a door clicks half shut? So it still wobbles yes. a bit. Yep. So he went to grab it to pull it open. He thought it was open, but still, it was still held oh, by no. that clip. So he tore one of his muscles on his arm. Oh shit. You know what this guy does? Puts it in his jacket, gets in the pump, and runs the pump off the whole fire. No word <laughs> of lie. I love it. I no love word it. of lie. He didn't tell anybody either. That's awesome. You okay? Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. 
there's a guy yeah. I can respect. Absolutely. That is tough. That is one hard MF right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And there's nothing, you look at him, it's like, he wasn't upset. He wasn't no. like, oh, my arm hurts. Can we switch somebody yeah. out? Not to say you can't do that, but this guy would not do that. Yeah. Yeah. This guy would just get her done. Yeah. 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 And he actually started me on peer support. He was the, he was the first guy um, that introduced peer support to me. And when wow. he was retiring, he said, Hey, wait, you know, I think you'd be good for this. You want to give it a try? So I'm like, sure. Wow. You know, and that's, that's how that transitioned. And he was actually on the first peer support call that I had. And actually it wasn't even fire related. We, at my previous job, we had somebody who tried to commit suicide and uh, it was, it was a younger person and uh, all, it was a, a bunch of staff uh, in the same area and it was a really volatile situation. Mm. And so we were able to get it under control and then, um, we ended up going to, uh, I ended up going to the hospital with this person. Right. Uh, and then came back and I had called, uh, uh, Bill and Serge and said, look, can we do peer support for the staff that's here? Because they didn't have anybody available. And so like, like an awesome person, uh, both Bill and, uh, Serge came out and sat with the staff and, uh, it was amazing. Just, mm. just how calm he is. Uh, but he was so calm and he was talking to these people and understood what their fears were and their stresses were. And everybody was so shaken up by this whole thing. And he was just, just the coolest cat. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can tell he'd been there, done that a billion times mm. in levels you couldn't even understand. Yeah. Guy comes in, sits, talks with these people. They feel so much better. And, uh, that's all they needed actually was that one in- intervention with, with peer support for like two hours. Yeah. But just because the knowledge he left with them was incredible, you know, and that only comes from years of service and the yeah. guy just was super great at it. So when he said, Hey, do you want to try this? I was like, ah, there's no way I can be as good as you. Are you kidding me? You're amazing. Um, and that's key when you're talking yeah. about post-traumatic stress. Right? Yeah, absolutely. That non-judgment. And it's so yeah. hard for people to understand that. Yeah. The idea that you can't face something right now because you just don't have the capacity to do so does not mean you're any less of a person. Exactly. It just means right now it's a tough time. Yeah. And it's interesting because, uh, you know, I, my, my little guy's eight now. And what's really cool is I can be super busy. Any parent who hears this will understand, but you can be super busy and your little kid comes in. It's like, Oh, dad, you know, he's freaking out over something. And in your head, the first thing you say is, I don't have time for this right now. Cause you know, you're so focused <laughs> and you recognize to a large degree that, you know, his, his video is not loading fast enough or yeah. whatever, right? Or it's getting stuck or whatever. And it's really bothering him, right? But I guess as a, as a firefighter, you recognize that, yeah, this kid has his own stress. And it means just as much to him as my stress in my life means to me. Yeah. And you can't invalidate that. Right. So you got to say, okay, well, who's the adult here? And take a minute, <laughs> walk over. What's up? You know, what's going on? Yeah. And, and, and give that, give that uh, ownership to that kid. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, it is true. You know, and when so somebody in the fire service comes to you, or in life, whatever, we're talking fire service here. So someone in the fire service comes to you and it's like, you know, I'm freaking out over X, Y, Z. You may have dealt with that and you're like so beyond it. It doesn't matter. That person right now feels that, mm. right? So when people come in and they talk to us on this show, yeah, that's what I'm excited to hear. You know, what stresses them out? Oh, of course, yeah. Right, because anything that we could talk to with our members to help them see what's coming or hear what's coming that's that's just the goal for me yeah right because so much of this as you know you hear bill bell say it's a you know this is the business of life and death right it is so we're firefighters going in here trying to deal with all this extra stuff those people who come in we want them to have that that experience you come in and say what you feel we'll talk about it and see see how far down we can go and again it's all for the betterment of all the firefighters that are listening yeah right because what we do is very unique and one a friend of mine actually in whitby ontario he said this cool joke he's like hey how do you know someone's a firefighter They'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Okay. No, it's like, it's like the same thing with like CrossFit. Like, how do you know someone does CrossFit? 
Because they do CrossFit. Because <laughs> they do CrossFit, they'll tell you. I think that's what it comes down to oh, here. So, yeah, people make fun of it. But you know what? If yeah. anybody has to show up at your house in an emergency, mm. those are the people you want there. So yeah, the people absolutely. that are cleaners. Absolutely. And it, it's interesting because you talked about that with Bill, right? We talked about the kind of people we wanted to see in the fire service and what yeah. the community would like to see. Yeah. Yeah, he was so into it, eh? He's yeah. like so keener. That's yeah. the word. Yeah, self proclaimed keener. Yeah. And uh, what I find really interesting is that as much as people like to make jokes like that yeah. and be funny about it, isn't that the kind of person you want there? Of course. I don't care. If, I don't still care. A human. Yeah. I don't care what human is there. Yeah. As long as they're so excited to be there. Exactly. That's all I really care yeah, they about. They got that passion, that drive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they're going to make mistakes, and we can all laugh at them. Absolutely, <laughs> even the chief, even the chief. <laughs> oh man, he only told us like one or two stories. It's yeah, not like, but they're uh, the ones that stick out to me the most. Yeah, I yeah. don't know why, but it's just ah, oh, it's just funny. I guess it's just because he's just you know he's human like the rest of us. You know, yeah. does his very best. Every day. You can even sit in this chair here in the podcast and and ask him, what were you thinking? Yeah. Becoming a sector chief. I, 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 yeah. You actually asked yeah, that question. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. What, what was going on in your actually, head? Actually, I, I think I phrased it like, what the hell were you thinking? Yeah, what the hell were you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy job, man. And he yeah. answered it. Very few people can do it. Yeah. Yeah, um, very few for sure. Um, yeah. And to be respected like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which is actually kind of our next point, you know, unconditional respect. That's another big uh, big thing with our with our podcast. Um, you know, we we are all one emergency service. You know, we're we're all part of a bigger bigger family, a bigger picture, and uh, and that's you what know. you said earlier about yeah. having you know military. We have right. police, uh, right. even dispatch, and everybody. Well, like even dispatch of, wears the flesh on their yeah. uniforms, like we that's do. Right. Right? They're yeah. one of us. EMS does too. The comms guys. Shout yeah. out to to the comms guys and gals, uh, and uh, we all wear a, a different crest. But at the at the end of the day. Uh, whether you're fire, PD, or military, or EMS, or whatever, you know we're we're all trying one, to accomplish. One service. Yeah, we're all one service. We're all trying to accomplish really the same thing, and that's providing a safe community. You know, it's all about the community. It's all about the people. It's not about us. I heard that one joke a while back. Uh, how can we an MVC? How can we charge a hose line at an, at an MVC when there's no fire? Do you know why? Why? In case the paramedics need something to walk on. <laughs> We're ready. We're ready. Yeah. Just coat the whole place. Oh, yeah. You can walk wherever you want. <laughs> uh, uh, no, that's great, though, because uh, we, we, we're definitely going to have some issues. Oh, for sure. One of the things I like uh, is you'll, as a fire service member, you'll, you'll see paramedics who don't care for us. Yep. Just like fire doesn't care crap about some people and PD doesn't get, you know, and there's, there's always little infights and whatever. Yeah. But, and we'll uh, talk about those, too. Oh, yeah. You betcha. Yeah. You betcha. That's going to be some of the funnest episodes we're ever going to have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we have our first, uh, we did the, the TAC medic in here. Uh, so, Wade's got a question. What is it? So, um, how do you walk on water and, and how can I learn to do that? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, he'll probably laugh his ass off yeah. at that, too. Yeah, and, and, you know, he'll probably, he'll lay that out for you, Wade. He'll, he'll let you know how he'll to do that. He'll let you know how to do that, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. first of all, you, you have to, you know, get a real job. Right? And, uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, and there's this, you know, this this long going sort of infight between volleys and full time, yes. which I'm sure everybody has a reason for it. Yeah, to be brutally honest, but I I don't I don't like that fight. No, me you neither. Know, because the I'm idea is that. no, no, it's not because again, that's just my opinion. Yeah, you may may have been uh, jarred by some event mm-hmm. in the full time service right. or the rural service. That's not for me to judge. Uh, I do know that where it does affect us is on the fire ground. Yeah. You know, you'll you'll hear these stories all the time. Like I heard one story um, where one full-time officer told a group of firefighters who volunteer to stop what they were doing, go do something else. Right. And those volunteers said, 
uh, can you let our officer know that you're changing us because we were told we were given a directive by our right. our lieutenant. <clears throat> and that other officer said, he's not a real lieutenant, I am. Oh, right. <laughs> In that moment, right? Right. That doesn't serve anybody. No. That sure as hell does not serve the purpose of why they're the serving the community. Right. But again, maybe that full-time firefighter at the time had a really crappy day. Yeah, You, know, you exactly. can't judge that one person well, on that thing, one right? event. It's right. that saying, hurt people, hurt people, right? It's... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it goes for everyone across the board, no matter what industry you're in. Um, but, uh, but especially for us, like the consequences of that kind of shit is is very severe, in one way or another. Yeah. Especially on like a structure fire call. You know, you can't. Yeah. You just can't have that bad blood. You just can't have it. There's no. And if you do, by the way, yeah. If you do have it, it it should not enter your, the job. No. You've got to have and that. If it does enter the job, sit in the back of the pump. Yeah. Really. Don't go. No. Don't. Yeah. Don't go. Just yeah. Don't if go. you're on the rural side, yeah. Just don't. Just take a night off or something yeah yeah you know it's funny though you know a lot of people talk about the strength of that do you have the character yeah to sit yourself out right that's a huge deal it is a huge you deal know, you not know, everybody can do it no the adrenaline's going you just want to go yeah. right but you have the yeah. character to sit out can you make the right decision at the right time right it's just as important to yourself and the community as uh, as anything else yeah Absolutely. And we have to see where that goes. But anyway, yeah. so the idea between that infighting, I'd love to be able to address that a lot too. Yeah. I'd love to, you know what? Maybe I can get the, uh, uh, make the call out to the union. Yeah, sure. Uh, president, have them come out and just sit yeah. with us. Just talk. Hey, what's this about? Yeah. You know, what are we, what are we talking here? Absolutely. And uh, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff. I mean, you look at the different levels, right? Yeah. So the stuff that we don't necessarily have to worry about in the rural side, yeah. I don't know about everybody else out there, but for us specifically, um, we have a great fire leadership team. We yeah. have people that support us and what we're doing and what we're trying to accomplish. And they're working, you know, working their butts off to make sure we have everything in terms of training. I mean, look at the NFPA standards that we went through yeah. just in the last, like, what, two, three years? Yeah. Like, I, I know full-time officers who don't have the officer course. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Right? Um, but again, that, that could just be, it's a process they're going through. They're, they're going to get it eventually, right? Yeah. But it right. just turns out that, you know, we just had uh, a person who can organize it all, put it together. Yeah. You know, and if you don't have that, I highly, highly suggest you get that <laughs> NFPA training if you can. Yes. Yeah, it sure. is so worth it. Yeah. And so it, it, it really yeah. lays down a, a whole rubric and a whole new format for people to learn how to be a, an effective firefighter. Science behind it all. Yeah. There's tactics. You got to know. You're, uh, you're just going to be so much better for it and as a as a person but also especially as a firefighter you know when you start learning those those courses and getting you know your your tickets and uh, your seals and all that and it's yeah i that, i really i really uh admire the service that they're actually trying to strive to do that and get everybody kind of standardized across the board mm-hmm. and if you don't have that you don't have that standard in the rural side. Yeah. Guess what happens? Everybody makes up their own stuff. Exactly. And then one person likes their way more. Yeah. And they get to an argument and they're on fire scene and they're arguing again about how it should go. Right. Left, right, or center doesn't make a difference. But yeah. the idea is, are you serving your community as good as you can be? Right. That's why I always say, person on the other end of the phone, when they dial 911, they don't give a shit yeah. how you get there, what you know, what you don't. They just want help. That's they right. need help. Yeah. They don't care if you disagree with that officer, or you disagree with this black hat or that black hat doesn't like this person who gives us shit yeah you know help them right now exactly there's a bigger picture it's not about us yeah what's killing my patient now exactly (laughs) or my house or my car my whatever that's right so a full service like that i mean we've got in in our our district we have oh my god we have water rescue we have yeah um, extrication extrication, subject matter experts brush fire yeah we have wildland fire we got uh yeah we got ladders towers aren't far away yeah uh 
man, yeah, and we have such good people here. That's like right. like a lot of a lot of people that like I mentioned before come from different walks of life that bring their own personal experience and also their professional experience to some degree. Yeah. Like a lot of tradespeople, a lot of engineers, uh, <clears throat> a lot of healthcare workers, nurses, doctors, specialists, whatever. Yeah. And they come in and, uh, you know, they, they add a whole new element. Uh, Do you ever know, notice that people who come from other, like, well, everybody here has a second job, right? <clears throat> but they consider this job their most proud one. Right. A lot of them do. Yeah. Well, right? it's probably for a lot of people. Well, me, me included. Well, I think for all of us. It's probably going to be like, uh, you know, the, the most, most rewarding, the most rewarding. And it's probably going to be the most important thing you ever do with your life, you know, is to try and save someone else's like, I mean, God, how do you beat that? I don't know. It's I like the fact that you mentioned that it's a celebration of firefighters. That's what it is really at, at the deepest core. And it's not just about firefighters too. It's, it's all first responding and military. And, and like I said before, healthcare, uh, because we're all part of a, a huge team. Yeah. It's that celebration that we're all in this together. We're all human. We're we're not perfect, but we we are never alone, and uh, uh, you know I think we all we all have a, a passion to serve. And I think this podcast is a is an awesome format to people to kind of come in, you know, on their time, and uh, and to listen in and to and eventually you know once we get our our. Uh, our black hat uh, battalion going and we get a subscription base and, and a message board up and running for people to, to offer feedback and really feel like they're not just listening to a show that they're actually a part of the show. Like that's going to be huge. Um, and that's, that's really what I wanted, um, for this podcast. Um, you know, and, and like I said before, like, uh, you know, uh, creating that safe place, uh, for people to come to uh, in a non-judgmental environment, uh, because like so many times, like in this day and age, you know, we have so much cancel culture and identity politics and all this crap that really prevents people from just having an open, honest dialogue and discussion. It sounds like that bugs you. Yeah, it does a lot, and that's what I I love about this podcast is because it, it kind of throws all that crap out the window, get rid of all this nonsense, and really provide people kind of like uh, the mental image I get well like from the floor is that's awesome it's just like a blank slate where people can come in and just start you know sketching and, and you know adding their uh, thoughts and opinions and what their concerns are and what what they want to hear and uh and that's 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 why I want to do this podcast having someone like yourself who has you know got lots of experience with this stuff you're polished refined uh you 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 have a knack for for asking i'm editing or, this part out just you know okay well <laughs> fuck you uh, <laughs> um but no like uh you know doing this with you wade like uh it's yeah it's i don't know we're a, we're a lethal combination bro um i want people to come in and 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 listen so and, if at the end of the day you you talk to somebody who listens yeah. to the show what do you want them to know and to feel that we give a shit that we care that even though we're flawed, um, we all have different opinions. Um, I want them to feel heard, I guess, and feel that like they have a, a place in all this, you know, because it's so easy to just forget all that. And, you know, people get sidelined, people don't feel like they can't contribute or that they're not heard or, you know, and that what this podcast the podcast is for them. Like it's for the, for the people in the back of the room that, you know, keep their mouths shut and feel like they can't say anything. Well, Come listen to this podcast, and we'll start flipping. Do you that feel table. that's a lot of people? I feel like that's a lot of people. Yeah. Why is that? Oh, 
I don't know. Like it's, I guess maybe my military experience too. That was kind of an environment where you know we had like a CO's hour, where it was literally just we're up in the mess. You know, everybody's you know having a pint or a pop or whatever, and the colonel will come in and just be like, "Okay, what do you guys want to talk about?" And that happens like once a year. Once a year. Yeah, wow. once in the training year, maybe twice. Um, so and that those were really the only times where you were ever kind of have some outlet to express yourself again without judgment or repercussions or whatever, or maybe not repercussions is probably not the right word, but you know what I mean? But whereas this, and I love what chief bell's doing with his round table, the stuff that he's doing like, this is kind of like a, a round table all the time for people. Oh yeah. And uh, that makes sense. I, I feel like there's a lot of people that want to say stuff, but they feel like they can't for whatever reason feel that they're maybe not heard or heard in the right way or whatever. Yeah. I think there's a lot of that. Like there's a lot of that. I think there's a lot of that in fire. Like there's a lot of that in PD, like OEMS all across the board. So there's a lot of repressed. Yeah, I think so. You know, people feelings. that are afraid to say shit and crap and whatever, you know, and are afraid to talk say about whatever's, it. whatever's on their mind. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever's burning inside, you know. And, Do you think uh, they feel like it would even matter if they said it? Yeah. Totally. I think it's a totally different thing when you're able to actually outwardly express because it's like a huge weight off your just, just you know, when you're finally able to to get that release, you know, and then to hear other people who are maybe having the same feelings as you are, man, that's powerful when you can all get together and just express that kind of stuff openly. We're so much better for that and so much stronger and uh, yeah, it's a like you can't you can't make that shit up like it's. It's real. And that's what I love, the realism of it all. You know? And you're saying this podcast is going to give that to everybody? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. That's one of the things I loved about it originally was just being able to say, it's funny because in, in the real departments, and again, I'm, I'm thinking everybody else is feeling the same way. Yeah. I would love to hear somebody else tell me <laughs> their feelings, you know, about a particular event or um, interaction with a person that they've had that's similar to something that I've had in the past. Yeah. And just be able to talk about it. You know, yeah, exactly. how you felt, you know. Yeah, well, it's like that saying where it's like, you know, you're, you know, you know, when you're in school or something, you have a question you want to ask the teacher. There's probably like 10 other people that want to ask that same question. But you feel like you're the only one exactly. and you're embarrassed to ask the question. Exactly. And then you ask it. And then you you look around. There's like five, ten other people looking at you, like, oh, thank, thank you. God, yeah, oh my God, <laughs> I thought I was the only one. That's not me. Yeah, yeah. And then you realize, like, well, okay, wow, maybe we're all kind of not as different and you know, way out to left field as we thought we were before. Yeah, we have a lot of similarities. I know from some other firefighters in other districts, um, not in the Ottawa service, but from like other townships around Ontario. Yeah. Um, yep. They have some serious issues. Oh, big time. You know, with their leadership because yep. it's, it's a smaller community. They exactly. don't have uh, six different stations per district. Yeah, and they have yeah like we are very districts. fortunate. We're very fortunate, right? Yeah. You know, but these these people, they don't have the funding or the budget. Every fundraiser they do, they have to do on their own. Yeah. And their city council doesn't get a huge budget, right? No. And because they're so spread out, they don't have a ton of calls per se, right? Yeah. But even on any one call you go to, you still need to have an ambulance or still need to have, yeah. you know, uh, a pump that can go out and deliver medical, right? Like right. you still have to have those things, but they're yeah. so freaking expensive. Yeah. Then you get your city council or township has to determine where to spend that money. And if they say, sorry, you guys are going to get the old stuff. You're going to stick with your old stuff. You got to find a way to make that work. And that's right. got to be so frustrating. Oh, absolutely. For them. Yeah. You know? 
this must be easy to go, hey, you guys are from a big city. You guys get all the tools. We are so fortunate. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In so many ways. Yeah. So I can't relate to that per se, but I guarantee you, back when it was just West Carlton. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. They were fundraising. I remember a story they were saying the old tanker truck was a water truck. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't attached very well to the to the frame of the trucks. So when it went to the hill, it slid back like five, six inches. Oh, my God. Yeah, when it was full. It was oh, horrible. Really? Yeah. Holy jeez. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, Serge can probably talk to that. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, it's probably 20 of them. They'd be like, oh, yeah, back when I was wearing my leather jacket and my leather <laughs> strap-on boots and uh, yeah, those tall boots. a cigar in my mouth. Originally, when I came up with that idea from the floor, it was after you and I talked a lot about issues of that were coming from the floor. Right. So I was like, just, just call it from the floor. Because that's yeah. where all of that information comes from, all those questions, all those ideas, yeah. all those concerns and questions. Like, for example, if you got someone who's bitching and complaining about someone else, yeah. that's a floor issue. It is. You got people complaining about the officers. Well, yeah. The floor is complaining about the officer, right? Yeah. Or let's say somebody didn't do something right. Who's going to bitch at them? The mm. floor. Exactly. The floor is, you know, if your standards yeah. aren't up to here, yeah. Like the floor is like here. the crucible of everything. Like uh, It is that hub. Yeah. That everything starts and ends with. Yes. So think about it this way. If something starts on the floor, mm-hmm. um, it gets dealt with on the floor. Yeah. Typically. Um, and if they don't feel like they can say something or do something, yeah. they got to go to their officers. The officers figure it out and bring it back to the floor, bring a new rule or bring whatever. Yeah. When you talk about the floor, to me, it's the nexus. Yes. It is the centralized origin of the universe. The gathering, the it's, crucible. It's the, the one place hub. that yeah. everybody can relate to. It Don't you find when you have the emanates. problems, it, it gets off the floor usually? Yeah. And it stays in the air. If it doesn't get solved, the floor mm-hmm. is always pissed. Yep. Yep. And if you have one person who's always pissed, you get a cancer. Yeah. Right? Right. And the floor will start voicing their opinion. Yeah. Hey, you guys, solve this. Yeah. Or And I love the idea that you know you get one person who shows up, doesn't, doesn't quite do the job right, right, on the floor. Mm-hmm. You get a firefighter shows up and they kind of slack one day or whatever. Yeah. The floor looks at them and says, hey. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Right? That's it's a true. sort of self-correcting. It's, uh, yeah. Well, it's, uh, the, the image I get is like uh, like the floor is like a, uh, like a symbolism for like the people. And it really is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. From the floor. And to me, it's, it's uh, I don't know if we use the right term or not, but it's like that blue collar worker. Yeah. It's the grunt yep. in the military. Right. You know, you can deploy your forces, but who's the person who's going to stand on the ground right. and do the work? Exactly. That that is the floor. Yeah. Right. And absolutely. the reason I thought the floor was because all issues come from there. So from a humanity perspective, yeah. every person that's on the floor has a vote, has a say. They should all be heard. Right. If they got a concern, they should voice it. Yeah. Right. They should be free to speak. And there's a lot of places you just can't. Yep. You know, you're either pushed from somebody or you're you're pulled in a direction someone else wants to go. Mm-hmm. But I think eventually the floor is going to be the place you find all the problems and you can fix all your problems. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And if ever, <laughs> it's also a really good way to check if your idea is shit or not. <laughs> That's the floor. It's yeah. The, it's the quickest way to get the most honest, br- brutal answer. Yeah. To whatever you're thinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you ever notice that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should put all the equipment here. No. Let me tell you why <laughs> that's, that's a stupid, stupid idea. Yeah. No. That's, no, no. Like, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, so the floor to me is really, that. Like you said, it's like a lynchman. It's, it's, yeah. it's going to work or not. And you yeah. know what's interesting? There's some places in the States where, you know, entire um, fire departments will resign over somebody's decision. Just, just to show them, hey, you can make these decisions, but they affect us and how we do our job. Yeah. So don't think for a second that you have the power over us. 
Right. We're going to tell you what we need. Right. And if you can't give us that, then we're not going to risk our lives. Yeah. Right. So as soon as you think an idea is smart and the floor tells you otherwise, you need to sit down with the floor. You need to figure that out. Right. You need to work something out. Right. Right. And I guess, yeah, to me, the from the floor has always meant that frontline worker. Yeah. That's why I love the idea that you're bringing up is saying, let's bring in, you know, OFS, let's bring in military, let's bring in those people because they all have a from the floor aspect. Exactly. Right. And yeah. And I love that their experiences can help our experience, you know, make us better firefighters in one way or another, whether it's through their experience and stories and calls or, you know, the deployments they've been on tours, you know, yeah. like, like, like perfect example is like search, you know, like God, the guy's probably been to Bosnia, Kosovo, went through all that crap. I'm sure he can tell up. us, but then he'd have to kill us. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> obviously. Um, I'd, I'd let him do it, whatever, just whatever. It was a good run. That'd be such a cool thing. It was a good run. Um, but yeah, but that perfect example, then he becomes a first responder. So he brings a whole set of skills and experiences and memories. And One of the coolest things I remember about him, other than the 71 yeah. stop that we had, yeah. he was talking about the flag out at the station. Yeah. He had so many concerns about the way that you know, people weren't taking care of that thing. Yeah. Right? So from a military, anybody in the military understands. Yeah. The flag represents a lot. Oh yeah, like it not never everything. touches the floor. Like so, our like like when I'm in my regiment, shout out to Cameron's advance. Um, we have like our colors are like locked away in a in a cabinet, glass cabinet that stays in like the I believe it's in the officers' mess. But like those are like like we have a whole color guard, like honor guard, everything, the whole nine yards. Like those colors are like literally the heart and soul of and and the fabric of our unit. Like it, it's like. Yeah, and that and you know the Canadian flag is is exactly that for our country. So yeah. it's it, you know it represents so much more than just a country. Oh well, again, Serge bringing that yeah. you know, military style, yeah. looking at that, yeah, says you know, guys, what are you doing? Yeah, that that flag is crap. You got to take it down, and yeah. you have to have. Uh, you know, uh, take it down properly. Right. You know, there's a little ceremony you got to do for that. There's mm-hmm. a reason we do it this way. You know, if you're not, you're not respecting it. And yeah. a lot of people look at that and say, there's just a lot of extra work. Exactly. But the reality is, um, one of the coolest things that he taught us was, you're you're putting everything you do, everything you stand for in everything you do. That's a representation of the quality of work you offer right. and where you stand as a person. Yeah. So whatever you touch, you have to do it in that methodology, that, that mindset, right? So like you said earlier, you know, they can bring... Anybody who comes into fire service can bring a ton of a ton of information, stuff that you never understood, and you can apply that to your service in a way. Yeah. Especially in the rural districts, because a lot of times you get you know a lot of freedom. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, we're really in the wild west here because yeah, we are. You know, if uh, if the truck truck needs gas right now, yeah, you and I can literally go there and say, hey, I tell uh, we'll just tell the captain, say, yeah, Look, we need to take it for fuel, yeah. and and we're supposed to we're supposed to keep them operating yeah. so they're at one hundred percent capacity, ready to go, and then again. This is something the floor would know. Yeah. But I think what we're doing here is we're not, the premise of our show isn't going to be about badgering anybody. No. It's solely not gonna, at all. No, it's just going to be about celebrating all these things. And so we stand for freedom of expression. So if the floor has something they want to say, well, damn, they should say it. Yeah. At the end of the day, because somebody is risking their lives, that's the reality. Yeah. In my opinion, if you're going to be a firefighter, if you're talking about stuff just because you want to complain, yeah, okay, I don't think this is the right place to be. Yeah, I think if you're going to be involved with a group of people who have raised the bar in professionalism, right, who are doing this despite being paid a full time, 
you know, pay and pension and all the other stuff that goes with it with unions and, you know, all the, all these things that, you know, your employer would normally give you for your sick days and all these other things. If you're going to do the same job for pittance. Right. Or some of them out there for nothing. Oh yeah. For nothing. Then I think in my heart of hearts, the floor has to be the one place that everybody needs to listen to. Yeah. And if you're going to go there and just complain about yourself, then you need to ask yourself, if you're going to be there. Yeah. So in the fire service, you have somebody who has got some extra time in their life and they choose to spend that in the fire service as a rural firefighter. Mm. Okay. Volunteer getting mm-hmm. paid almost nothing. If you're going to complain about something, it better be for the sake of solving it. Right. And not for the sake of making it worse or just complaining because yeah. I think you're wasting everybody's time yeah. and it's so precious as it stands. It's true. So when somebody's sitting on the floor thinking, you know, why am I sitting here listening to somebody complain without the intention of fixing it? Yeah. It sounds like they just want to complain. And even after you walk in and you say, okay, what's your complaint? And they start complaining. You say, okay, well, let's try this and this to fix it. And they're just like, well, I still think it's stupid. Like, hey, okay. <laughs> this is not where you need to be. Yeah. And You're I think. the point. Exactly. So I think, I think this show should tap on that. This show should be about giving that respect to the floor and saying, right. listen, if you're not here to build it, then why are you here? That's what we're about. a lot of people yeah. who come in and they just feel, you know, become the rank of a firefighter. And all of a sudden, you know, they, I'm not saying everybody does this because I know a lot of, most of the people that I know do not do it this way. Yeah. But you get those rare few who come in and they love the statute of being a firefighter yeah. or an officer or whatever it is. Um, and they come in and, you know, they don't go to all the calls or they show up whenever they want to, yep. you know, or <clears throat> they don't go to all the training. They're not the uniform. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly, and that to me is the ultimate disrespect. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's like uh, you, you said it great when you said that you know we're all stewards here. We don't own shit. You That's know, right. my firefighter is sixty three twenty five, but there were multiple sixty three twenty fives before me, and there's going to be multiple after me. Yeah. So it's my duty and responsibility to myself, but also my crew and the service as a whole to honor that position the best I possibly can try and, you know, show up to as much training as I can be the best firefighter I possibly can learn, grow experience, um, support my team, my, my, my officers, my, my captains, my chiefs, everything. The floor is a living, breathing, ongoing humanity of sorts where everybody needs to be respected. And yeah, because they're risking their lives as one, but they actually want to do good. Yeah. Right? So we got to give them all the tools. Right. And if so, if somebody in there is complaining for the sake of complaining, yeah. and all of a sudden now you see the difference, you're like, oh my God, that doesn't fit. Somebody complaining for the sake of complaining because they want focus does not belong on the floor. Right. If somebody's complaining because they're like, hey, this doesn't work, or we've done this five times, and each time it screwed up and it took us longer to, you know, to serve or whatever... That has to be the reason why we're fixing it. Right. It needs to come up. It needs to be spoken. It Absolutely. needs to be said. And if it doesn't, then it's a disservice to each other because we're risking our lives and even a more disservice to the, the community at which we serve. So if we stay on the topic of the floor and we understand what it's for, when we always have this in our head when we're doing the podcast. Yeah. I guarantee you everything we talk about is going to be filtered through that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start seeing things that don't fit start seeing things that need to be talked about. Right. We're starting to see all these reality things. And so, again, that's why the show is so important because I think there's going to be so much comparison to the standard we're talking about. And someone's going to say, I never looked at the floor that way. I never looked at my station that way. I right. never looked at my leadership that way. Yeah. And I think of this, we, we're just talking to Chief Bell, right? And 
And I said at the end of it, what do you want the, your floor to know for certain? He's like, for certain, mm. you are valued. Yes. That's the first thing. He's like, you are valued. Yeah. There are some chiefs out there that couldn't give a shit. Yep. They love being a chief. Yep. Right? There are other officers out there that don't give a crap either. They just want to be in that position of authority. And something that Bill has said earlier, if you don't have the authority and you have the responsibility but not the authority, that's the most frustrating thing in the oh, world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the floor has, its, has both. It's be, true. Be, yeah. The floor can correct itself. And it does in a lot of ways, right? And sometimes the people in the floor who are, let's say, so overwhelmed or so overwhelming, excuse me, larger than life personalities, take over things. Well, guess what? Sooner or later, they're going to be gone. Yep. Why? The floor won't stand for it. All of this, the way we do things, our, our procedures, our protocols, everything has to do with uh, lessons learned in the service, right? Like yeah. all the reasons we do certain drills, yeah. somebody either got majorly injured or died. So mm. it comes from a good background of reality, and the floor needs to be that uh, crucible. Crucible. It's the crucible of it all because yeah. if it's not there. Yeah. And it's kind of an interesting dynamic because like you as an, as an individual have the power to make or break yourself. You, you can invest so much into the, the floor, so to speak, or you can be on the other hand and try and take from the floor yeah. and eventually that'll... You know, you'll oh, either, it'll go sour. Yeah, you'll either, yeah. like I said, you'll either learn and grow and build yourself up, or you'll destroy yourself. That all happens on the floor. It it's like back. it's everything and it's nothing, but it's you know, but it's always there. Yeah, I, you'd be hard pressed because think, why does any leadership team do anything to protect the floor? Right, to protect its members. Right, that's why I said before somebody, how do you like firefighting? Uh, they should call it how not to die when you help people. <laughs> yeah. Because it's all risk mitigation, and that yeah, all comes from true. thinking yeah. about what causes danger and damage and death. And and so when we do stuff, it comes down to what keeps our members safe. Yeah, we're you know, talking about legacy. Yeah, and, exactly, uh, legacy. That's one, right. One of the things I want to leave as a bigger legacy is what we could do to firefighters as a whole. Yeah. Not just at my station, but as a, as a, as a topic. Yeah. I want to be able to yep. leave a legacy that anybody can listen to and say, yeah. I, I learned something, or I enjoyed that. Or I'm going to take that back to my station. Or I love what they're doing over at that station. Or I love what this guest said. Or I love what this guy thought. Or this girl thought of that. You know, whoever. I would love for somebody to hear this show and say, I can relate. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. they take it home. Yeah. That's what I want this show to be. <clears throat> Me too. And cut. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, like, <laughs> fuck, that's a great ending. Like, that's, yeah. Right. It sums it up, man. So you'd name one thing that happens at the station that has nothing to do with the floor. <laughs> it's pretty pretty hard. It's not much, if anything at all, really. No matter who you are, where you come from, what yeah. you stand for. If you're in the service, you're part of it, yeah. period.